Good morning. Uh, welcome to the podcast for Screw Ups. This is Wally. It is 2.51 a.m. on Thursday, August the 11th. Um, yes, David Walker, you were correct. Um, if you're listening, uh, uh, I could. I did go to sleep early, or not early, for, uh, by 9, um, and woke up at 2, thinking I, it was morning, like 5 o'clock, and got up and made myself a breakfast, and got me some coffee so here I am <laughs> um, hoping I can go back to sleep but it's really hard for me to go back to sleep I I, I don't know why uh, I haven't figured that out yet uh, and I can't take anything now or I won't be able to m- make meetings and <clears throat> things like that I do have an interview today at 945 and then I'm catching lunch with someone today thank the Lord um, and um, that's pretty much it for today I got an interview um, that and then I'm going to be inviting people. And you might wonder what I'm inviting people to. Well, it's this. I'm going to stand up. You're going to hear me stand up. I'm from, call it, This morning I'm from the Blue Room. And I'm going to go outside because I'm very hot. Uh, and my air won't work now. It will freeze up if I do it. Um, listen to this. I've already put it out on social media. I've started sending it to friends. Um, November the 19th, 2022. From 7.01 to 8.15, come, hang out, come and worship, get a warm fuzzy um, in person, um, and it's going to be in Tuscaloosa at Safe Haven Church at um, 12143 Larry Lake Road, Northport, Alabama, 35475. Um, A night of worship hosted by me, Wally Mack. A night of warm fuzzies and encouragement, 100% promise, give you that, um, and it's at Safe Haven Church, they're letting me uh, use their space, uh, so uh, there's probably a big space um, that we may only have one person there, I know one person's coming, they told me they're coming, um, so we'll see what happens with that, um, yes, I'm going to read the scripture to you this morning, uh, then I'm going to yammer, um, and then I'll let you go back to your day, whatever you're doing today. Um, a few more people uh, have told me that they're listening um, and I kind of always have the same reaction Uh, it cracks me up um, because they're listening I'm thankful for that but um, I even now I don't have anybody in mind as I do this Um, I'm for you I'm glad you're listening but it's not necessarily just for you I hope it encourages you that's my hope I hope that my life encourages people to Christ that's what I've come to, just my own little saying about me. Um, so that's what I'm doing here. Uh, so we're in Mark 3 already. Uh, can you believe it? Um, i got to get the old glasses. Um, it's very warm in the blue room. I'm going to have to move in a second. Um, again, he entered the synagogue. Uh, man, keep going back to the synagogue, even though they, um, you know, he's not, they're not always kind to him, by the way. And a man was there with a withered hand, and they watched Jesus. They watched him to see whether or not he would heal him on the Sabbath, so that they might accuse him. And he said to the man with the withered hand, Come here. And he said to him, Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm, to save a life or to kill? But they were silent. And they looked around at him with anger, grieved at their hardness of their heart, and said to the man, Stretch out your hand. Oh, wait. And he looked at them, oh, this is Jesus. Um, and he looked at around at them with anger. Anger. 
that's what I thought when I read it first. Uh, and then I thought I, that I put it on them. And then now I know it's Jesus. He's angry. He grieved at their hardness of their heart. And that's, my, I don't, I can't study this, but my guess is that's the same hardness of hearts. <coughs> and if you find out something different, send me a note so I know. Um, it's the same hardness of heart that Moses was allowed to grant people divorces. It's the same hardness of heart. Um, so I think, um, and said to the man, stretch out your hand. He stretched it out and his hand was restored. The Pharisees went out immediately and held counsel with the Herodians against him, how to destroy him. Uh, the plot to kill Jesus is on. Uh, he knows it's on. He feels he's grieved and he's angry at him. I love that, man. I just love it. Um, I love that he gets angry. Uh, I love that he turns over tables. I love in the same breath that he's angry, he's also grieved for them. That's Jesus. I mean, he's a complicated Savior. Um, he's the best. He's the best there is. Uh, there's no one ever going to be better. Um, like John the Baptist said, I'm not even worthy to tie his foot, you know, I think it's to tie the thing on his sandals. I'm not even worthy of that. Um, and, you know, pretty righteous dude, if you think about it. Um, so, um, in his righteousness, he's not enough. Uh, none of us are. Um, so, yeah. So that's a, a really cool little notion there. Okay. Um, well, I'm outside now. Uh, I, uh, it's very hot inside right now. And, uh, one thing about our house is it's not well insulated. Then, like, unlike now, it'd be nice to be able to open the windows and let the breeze come in. Um, but I, I can't because I like my windows so dark <clears throat> that it takes, um, you know, it takes something. Like, I know I'm, it makes me some. it says something about me that I like my windows dark. But if I catch it out during the day, uh, which I try to do on Sundays and Saturdays when I'm working too regular, um, <clears throat> I like it dark. Uh, and uh, it goes back to my migraine days. Um, when, in my migraine days, I had to have it dark to to get them to get that thing out of there. And that's that thing in the eye that messes up. Um, and then you know I'd get sick to my stomach, and I'd have to be cool as I could. That's that's the way I dealt with uh, migraines for a long time. Uh, and thankfully, I'm doing better. Uh, in my when I got into my 40s, I started doing better with them. And there are people having way worse, but they were bad for me. Uh, I've said that before. I'm sorry about that. For repeating myself. Um, back to Jesus. Um, you know, they're trying to get him. Um, people don't like him. The people who are in power, they don't like him because he's a power upsetter. Um, so they're plotting. Um, you know, anytime people go meet and they're trying to get you, that's an interesting thing. Uh, I only have known that with a few people in my life. Um, and one of them's a good friend, and it was at a church, and you know they had to meet about him, and he didn't go and defend himself. Um, I would have, and, and not that it's going to do any good. You can't argue with people. Uh, if you want to argue with people, argue with them. But it, I just don't think it does any good. That's why I don't like to debate big issues, um, just to talk about them, and we're never going to come to a conclusion. And then you're still going to feel the way you feel, and I'm going to feel the way I feel. I say. Let's just give people freedom. And you believe what you want to believe, and I'll believe what I want to believe in Christ. And then we'll see how it ends, you know, when the lights are out, when we're done on this planet. And then it won't even matter. 
because we'll be with him, with Jesus, um, the author and finisher of our faith. The, the real thing that the life is about is Jesus, not Adam and Eve having a belly button or can God make a rock big enough to da-da-da-da-da. If you're in that and that's your groove, God bless you. Bless your heart, as we say in the South. Go for it. I give you freedom. I'm just not into that. That's not my thing. It's just not. And I don't know any other way to say it in that it's just not my thing. Just like money, it's not my thing. The love of money is not my thing. I need money to pay bills. It doesn't mean much else to me. Lately, um, I've been able to be a little generous more than I usually am because I had a little bit more coming in. I didn't store it away. I probably should, but I didn't because I want to be generous with it. I want to bless people while I have it. Um, and now I don't don't have it, so I won't be able to bless. This This ninth and 10th grade thing is my last big spender. In all 100% candor, it's my last big spender um, for a little while. Um, you know? And it's because I'm for them. And, you know, some of them don't get that. And they're not ever going to get it. I'm still for them. Like, there's some dudes that were at Wednesday night that don't come on Sunday, and I hope they give it a shot. I don't know if they will or not. I'm 53. I'm the oldest teacher in the youth. I think by a lot. Um, how about that? You know what I'm saying? Like, and, like, uh, not all students are going to get it with me. They're just not. I mean, it's not that I'm not trying, but I can't go outside of being myself because it doesn't make sense to be, go outside of being myself. It just doesn't. Uh, for me, it doesn't. I, I just don't rock that way. Um, and maybe when I was younger, I would have... I don't... I, don't, I really... I've been me for a long time. Um, the version that you see now, you listen to... Um, I've been me a long time, uh, and I'm not saying I'm not changing and stuff like that, and I think different things now, but um, let's see. Um, when I was 19, I'm trying to think, oh, okay, I'm, it's my, I, can tell you, I can tell you people in my first class, um, Jeffrey Lee, um, he does sports now for Auburn, uh, like he's a recruiting service. Um, and uh, back to Jeffrey Lee's time, when he's in ninth grade, I taught him. To, to now, you know, the people that are in my place now, I'm in ninth grade. I'm doing ninth and tenth this time. Um, I, I kind of did eighth and ninth, and that's, that may be my groove um, right in there. Um, it may be. I don't know. I mean, that's a God thing. I didn't pick which place I was going to be. Uh, I didn't pick who was going to be in my thing. Um, I didn't do any of that. You know, God already knew when I moved back what was going to happen, which I love that thought, by the way. Um, and uh, <clears throat> just, uh, you know, how much of a good move it was for me to come home. And you might say, well, Wally, you're out of work right now. It doesn't sound like a good move. It's a good move. Trust me. Um, I've had two jobs since I've been back. I, I took a job uh, that I had had before. Uh, and I tried to do it for a week, and I just couldn't. I just couldn't physically do it. I, you know, I, it's embarrassing as a man to say that, but in that field, in that merchandising field, that's the second or third time I've tried it, and I tried it physically, and I just can't do it. My physical part can't do it. My back, um, 
I don't have back problems, but it hurts my back bad. Um, you might say, well, back breaking work does that. <laughs> uh, and it does. Um, but I, um, so I did that, and then uh, I did the last job I had, and I hadn't said where it is and all that, and I'm not going to. Um, and I worked hard at that job. Um, and I did well, in my opinion. Um, but never, nothing was ever good enough. I promise I'm not lying about that. And the truck was definitely messed up when I drove it that day. I don't care what anybody says. Those two points are, are not, they're not even in question, in my opinion. Um, so I'm done there. And I'm glad. Yeah, I can't tell you how glad I am. I'm not glad not to have money coming in, but I'm glad that I'm out. I'm glad in this season I got to eat lunch with people. Um, I'm glad uh, it's freed me up to that, you know, like Wednesday. I got to be there early. <clears throat> I got to see uh, Blake, say hello to him, and tell him thank you. And I tried to finish that question that he asked me about. A, uh, he said something to me about a microphone to try to make it better. I thought he said when I was walking it would help, but he, it's when I was standing still with my cell phone. Um, so I'm going to try to figure out what he's talking about. Uh, and when I use the iPad... When I use the iPad, um, <clears throat> I use the microphone. Uh, but just then, uh, if it went quiet there for a second, sorry about that, because it came unplugged, <laughs> uh, which is very me, <clears throat> very on brand with me. Uh, so, um, so yeah. So I, that that's going on with me. Um, I'm trying to catch lunch with people. Thank the Lord. I'm just glad, man. I, I can't tell you how glad I am. Um, this weekend, I'm going to hang out with a couple of people. Uh, uh, they're actually from Tuscaloosa days, and um, I, you know, I can't catch up with everybody. There's there's a couple of people I wish I could have invited to this, um, but it's not at my house, which I couldn't invite people to my house. I, there's not enough room, and um, I'm not trying to upset you know the flow of what's going on because uh, you know, it's like this, like the like the thing that's coming up. Uh, on, in November, November the 19th, in fact, at 7.01. 7.01 is the time that I did the uh, 7.01 worship. I'm really uh, basic with all that. It's my ode to Saint uh, and his, the, him doing weird times. Uh, so uh, so that 7.01 people, you're invited. Uh, I don't know how to get news to you, and I, I can't even remember who all came. Uh, it's not like a big bunch of people, but I'd love for you to come to this night of worship. Um, People who have ever been in my Sunday school class at Westwood, I'd love for you to come to this night. Um, if you're within the sound of my voice, I'd love for you to come to this night. It's just a night of worship. I'm trying to invite everybody I know in, in the, whatever way I can. I'm trying to do it personal, but if I can't get to you personally to invite you, you're invited. November the 19th, um, 7.01. And you might say, well, Wally, why are you holding a night of worship? That's a good question. Um, it's because I want to encourage people. That's it, to Jesus. Uh, and it's just like the podcast. It's just like my life. Uh, and it's just a chance that, that I'm trying to draw people. And it may be five people. I'm still going to do it with five people. 
Uh, and if Jason's there, it'll be just like when Jason came to help me do high school students at the bend where I didn't have a chance to reach any high school students. Uh, I really didn't. I did my very best, but uh, and Troy did better than me there. <clears throat> um, but there's no feeder. Uh, and to me, a feeder is young couples. Uh, there's no feeder there. Uh, there's one young couple, and they now go to High Point. Uh, <clears throat> and they didn't have youth at that time. They had children. So there you go. There's your uh, feeder system. Uh, I can, you know, I can say I'm a builder all I want to, but I can't build without tools to build. Uh, and one of those tools is families, uh, you know. So uh, there's that. Um, and then I, I locked down. I'm only going to do one Saturday for the ninth and 10th grade guys. I was going to do two. I thought maybe the first week could be less athletic people, um, <clears throat> people who just want to hang out with me and uh, just do the pizza thing and the swimming thing and the poof thing, uh, but nobody bought in. So, And some are buying into the 27th, but not all. But if all come, I'm in trouble because there's so many of them. Um, like, I don't think I've ever started in a, in a setting where there's already more people that could come than I can handle. At, a, at a, like a night out or something, um, I, a van wouldn't even hold them all. I don't think that's how big it is. Um, so, I, and that makes me excited um, because it makes me think about a chance to impact a school. Um, you know, ten, fifteen young men who become followers. Hopefully, they already are followers. And then they become on fire for the Lord. Now, I can't make that happen. I can encourage them. That's what I do. So that's what I'll do. You know. And some won't get it. Now, some people just don't get it. My friend Jim Bush did that one. That was so good of a talk. Some people just don't get it. He did John 6 with that. Um, just good, man. Uh, I wish I could have saw him after Centrifuge, but we just lost contact. I, you know, may, I don't think Facebook was really a thing then so I could have caught up with lots of people lots of students uh, across the country because um, I wrote every person who wrote me from Centrifuge I wrote back every person I never missed a time and yeah, I had one or two regular writers that I regularly wrote them every week faithfully um, because I thought it was cool that they wrote and there again I didn't know this at the time but what I was doing was encouraging them because uh, that's what I do if you want to know about me, just go look at my life and who I try to encourage. And it's everybody. And everybody's going to be my friend eventually, I hope. Uh, I, you know, right now they may be students. But these guys, they don't get that as long as I'm alive, if they need something and I can help them, I'm going to. They don't get that. Um, and I don't know how many years I got left anyway, so it may not be very long, but, you know, like somebody like Clay, Clay doesn't need me, but they're, like the other day, he wanted to, me to come to his house and see his kids and eat a meal with him, and I'll do that because I love Clay, and I'm for him, you know, I'm the same kind of for him I am for these guys, that same thing, I mean, it's, it's, it's built with more I know about him, but it's the same thing that I did way back then. Um, so it's the purest form of me outside of podcasting. Um, podcasting, you get, you know, a lot more, a lot more. You just do. And uh, I thank you if you're out there and, you know, 
pass it along or whatever, tell people about it, um, not to make me famous, uh, but because I might encourage somebody. That's the point of the book. That's the point of the album, if the album ever comes out. That's the point of the night of worship. That's the point of everything I do to encourage people. Um, so, um, and here's the thing. you got to find the thing that you're supposed to be doing. Uh, and at, at Safe Haven, they used to say, learn to fly your gifts. That's what I'm doing. I'm flying my gifts. Um, like even in hosting, uh, I have the gift of hospitality, I think. I learned that in Tuscaloosa, actually, when I first started doing a small group, uh, back when it was called a small group, uh, at my apartment um, in Tuscaloosa with the panel walls, uh, for those that remember, um, and I gathered people. Those first people came, and I, some of those people became leaders, and then I poured into the leaders, hoping that the leaders could reach people that I couldn't reach, and they did. That's what I hoped, that's what happened. Um, and at the time, and I was telling Tyler this, um, at the time, in my little portion of ministry, the college portion, um, <clears throat> and, and Troy likes to call it young professionals, which uh, I've seen that, you know, what that means more than I did one time. I didn't really get it. Uh, and I'll talk about that in just a second. But um, <clears throat> that little portion of ministry had more small groups <clears throat> than were in the church at the time. And those people that God sent Safe Haven's way, they loved Safe Haven. And they served their guts out. Um, every time we did a service project, just about 100%, there was a college student represented in that group as a church. Um, and they loved Safe Haven. They loved you. And I know that people now don't even know anything about them because they're not there anymore, but um, those few people just were for the church, and it's so cool. Like that's that's part of the representation of people that I'll be with this weekend. Um, but when they came to Birmingham or wherever they went, Huntsville, um, <clears throat> it's hard to find a church like Safe Haven that allows you to jump in. Back then, um, you could jump in because Safe Haven needed everybody. They needed help setting up. They needed help with events. They needed help with service. They needed help with, and people are really close. And people, if you're out there and you're from Safe Haven past, come to this night of worship. It might be a, like a, a gathering of people like that. That might be why it's in Tuscaloosa. Because uh, I was trying to push for it here, <clears throat> and I, I was pushing hard. I was saying, can I do this? Can I do this? Can I do this? Can I do this? And it just kept on being roadblocks. And not like mean robots or anything like that, but just, you know, not policy. <clears throat> we don't rent this. Um, those are all things I understand, and I, I'm not trying to go against the rules. Um, see, because I'm saying I want to do something that's outside the box. Um, people don't just give up their sanctuary to me. And why would they? And I'm thankful for a place that will. And I'm not saying the place I'm at now wouldn't have. Eventually, it's just I was ready to start saying it. And I needed somebody to say, yes, I can do this. So I had to check the calendar down there. Um, <clears throat> I had to ask Beth. Uh, Beth handles the calendar in the building. Um, <clears throat> and she said yes. And Troy said yes. 
So you know what that means? We're going to have the night of worship in Tuscaloosa. And Troy said, it's way far out of the way. Uh, I don't have any places that way, not way far out of the way. And I can't invite people to my house. Um, I could fit five people in my house. And that's, you know, you're not counting my mom and my brother. Uh, so, um, so there's that. Um, single people, I know it's hard for you in the church of the South. Um, I'm single. And if I wasn't plugged in, which I have not, I've been places where I'm not plugged in. Um, if I didn't want to work with you, I would feel awkward at church all the time. And you might say, well, Wally, why would you try to walk in a building by yourself and not know anybody? Or know a few people? I do it all the time. I've been doing it since I was very young. Since I started, since I realized I had to go by myself to the movies if I wanted to see movies when I didn't have dates. <laughs> uh, which is a lot, by the way. Uh, and now I love going to the movies by myself. I love getting my own popcorn. I love getting my big drink. I love it. I love it. I love it. But I still wouldn't mind if somebody's with me. They just may better watch their hand getting in my popcorn. You know, that whole thing. Um, so, uh, so it's hard. In church, it's hard for you to reach them. It just is. Uh, because... They don't have a place. I can tell you, uh, it's like uh, at the beach, uh, I, I couldn't plug into other nights because I worked all the time. Um, so Sunday morning, when I, I worked on Sunday morning, so I had to leave early to get out of there until I got my schedule changed where I could be off on Sundays. Uh, so I would take off work. They let me take off. Listen to this. This is how nice they were at Real Joy. To me, real George vacations. If you're looking for a thing, no, I don't. They don't ask me to promote them. I'm just doing it based off working there. Um, I said uh, I asked for off after the fact, after I got hired, and I couldn't, you know, I couldn't fuss with them because I didn't say anything about Sundays because it was foreign to me to work on a Sunday. Uh, it, you know, for, it's been a long time since, and like I know this guy's at, from uh, where I'm at now. He works retail and he has to work some Sundays and he hates it. And I feel sorry for him, but he's a good dude, man. I like him a lot. Um, anyways, um, when I was at the beach at Redeemer 30A, uh, I came early to pray because I could do that. And I came to worship, but I had to leave early. I, I never heard the end of a sermon until like the very end of my time in Tuscaloosa. Um, not Tuscaloosa, at the beach, sorry. So, uh, plugged in. Couldn't get plugged in there. Like, to do other things. They had a night where they did youth. It was Sunday night. Just couldn't do it. I worked all day Sunday, and physically, I couldn't do it. I was walking five miles a day. Uh, I was exhausted many days there, uh, which is a great thing. But I, it's hard to do anything else after, in my opinion. Uh, maybe I'm a baby. I probably am. Okay. Uh, the second place I can give you, for example, it's Andy Stanley's... Uh, it's not Andy Stanley's church, but it's called Redstone Church, and they're a strategic plant of uh, North Point in Atlanta, where, which is Andy Stanley's church. Uh, so 70% of the time they show Andy on the screen. Um, there was no way for me to go to a small group there. Outside of um, the one they do that's like remedial, I say it's remedial, it's like beginning steps of the faith, baby in the faith, come here and we're going to do like you're going to work through the Bible and all that. Not, not that it wouldn't have been good for me to work through the Bible. It's just um, I'm, I've worked through the Bible myself my whole life. Uh, I'm not at the beginning stages. 
of being a believer anymore. Uh, I'm still a baby in some ways, I'm sure, but I'm not a baby. Uh, I may look like one with my bald head, but I am not. Um, so yeah, it's hard for single people. Just FYI. Uh, and it's hard to be in. And that's sometimes why people will go to some place that is fun and has good worship and other single people. Uh, let's just face it. Church isn't a bad place to meet someone, so why not go to a church that has lots of people like you? I haven't done that. I've served. Um, I, I've, I've hardly ever been at a place where people in my age zone, there's not anybody in my age zone now at the church I go. I don't know about the beach. There's many couples there at the beach. And the, there's lots of couples at church. Thank the Lord. Um, you know, thank the Lord, but uh, I'm not complaining. I'm just stating facts. It's not easy for single people. Um, and I'm going to say something that's going to be really controversial if you really listen. Uh, Jesus would have a hard time being a pastor today because he's not married. I know in the South he'd have trouble. It, he Unless he was widowed, Maybe. But there are not a ton of pastors in the South. I'll, I'll stake my uh, whatever, loser leave town. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that uh, there are not many single pastors because people think you can't relate to them. And how are you going to counsel married couples? Well, here's here's the answer to that. Have somebody else in the ministry that can counsel couples. And I'm not trying to be a pastor because I know that's not my thing but there may be single dudes who are called to be pastors and they can't be until they get married see that tension that you feel right there that's the real thing that's me telling the truth in the south they couldn't I can't speak for other places but in the south they couldn't <clears throat> they could be a youth guy they could be a college guy but even that is, is testy because <clears throat> th people think you're weird. The first question I got uh, at a church was, am I, it's a question that was related to me being single and am I something that they don't approve of, which is right not to approve because it's sin, but they asked me that. That's the first question out the gate. Um, so uh, that happened. 100%. I can't tell you which place. That'd be wrong of me to do that. Um, and they were super kind to me. But they weren't. They never offered. And I knew I wasn't supposed to be there. Uh, I'm glad they didn't offer because I didn't want to turn down anything. Uh, I don't want to turn down things. Uh, it's not my. That's why I like no's. Uh, no's are hard, you know, when you want to have something happen. But, um, you know, that, that whole uh, uh, yes thing or maybe thing. Whew, I can drive you crazy. Um, crazy, I tell you. Um, so, it is very nice out this morning. Um, it is a almost full moon, not quite all the way. It's very shining. You know, me and the moon have things in common. We want to reflect the sun. I want to re reflect the sun, the Lord Jesus. That's what I want to reflect. I hope you do too. I hope you're tracking with Jesus and Mark with me. Um, I'm thinking.
such a fan. You know, I'm a fanboy of Jesus, 100%. He's it. Uh, and uh, I'm still not memorizing, but I, I do have note cards now. I haven't found my old uh, box. I want to, like, have my old box so I can go back through and, you know, try to start refreshing myself to what I have memorized. Yes, I'm making an excuse. It's hard to memorize. But I'm going to try it. My first scripture I'm going to try to do is John 3, 16 through 18. I'm not going to do Genesis 2.25, but it's going to be a verse I memorize. Um, I'm locking that bad boy in. And my cohort cohort in uh, teaching told me I not, need to not talk about it with the young guys because it, it tickles them. Uh, that's fine with me. I don't mind if people laugh at me. Uh, I don't. Uh, I'd rather be in on the joke and then be in on my joke. But I'm 53. They're born in 2006. How about that? I've been doing Warm Fuzzy since 1991, and some of them in my class now, I think, were born in 2006. Um, I won't catch all their lives. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I won't be here for all their lives. But I'll be here for a portion. And if they need me, I'll be there for them. If I can be. You know, no matter where I live. Um, and see... The thing that happens is, it's not, it never is all. You know, all people have come to something that I've done, I don't talk to anymore. I still reach out to some people. I try. But you're never going to be in with everybody. You know, uh, that's why Jesus had 12. And of the 12, there's three. You know, like, there are just some people that are more in, that care more about you, that dig what you're saying, whatever. You know what I'm saying? There's just always more um, that don't. Um, you know, like I still send people notes from when they were in eighth grade, um, and I haven't seen them in years. I still send notes. It's just a simple thing I've always done. I didn't realize I, it was my way. It's just something that I've done. And I'd love for you to find your thing of how you tell people about Christ. I'd love for you to find it. Um, so if I can help you in some way, let me know. WallyMac2 at gmail.com. Uh, nobody's written me. You know, most people have come up and said something to me. And some people, like, hesitate to tell me because they know they don't want me to mention their name. <laughs> I'm just telling you. If you tell me you're listening, I'm going to mention your name probably uh, because I'm for you. I, I want you to hear it from me that I'm for you. Uh, so send me an email, whatever. Um, I, and I think about this thing that Rich Mullins sang, uh, and somebody told me yesterday I shouldn't sing. Uh, I'm going to sing, hopefully. Um, and I'm going to cry, and I'm going to laugh, and I'm probably going to belch, and I'm probably going to breathe heavy when I'm walking up a hill. I'm going to do all that stuff, so get ready for it. It's unabashedly Wally. Wally-isms, everything. So, um, I think that's enough. Sorry for the yawning again. It is in the threes. Uh, I, I still got hours till, till I can go walk. Um, you might say, why? Well, it's, I'm trying not to walk down there when it's dark. But man, even at five, it's dark now. So, I don't know if time's about to change again, but... Those are bad days. These, you know, it's coming up on a tough season uh, in, in the weather and all that stuff. It's about to change. Uh, 
sitting out here, I won't be able to because it'll be too cool. I know I live in the south, but I'm complaining about the weather. Um, it's not as cold here as it is in Chicago, 100%. New York City, 100%. Uh, but it's cool for here. Uh, sometimes I, I'm in a good groove walking in the winter. We'll just see. Um, so this is the end of the old podcast. The old podcast, the old podcast, this is the end to the old podcast. I hope you have a good day or evening, wherever you are. It's 3.32, by the way, also.